a good example of this also is like the Hoshu Wu formula. Hmm. That is, um, hmm. That's a new one that came out. It's, it's really good because it's a blood builder. A lot of people don't understand that Hoshu Wu is actually toxic if it's not prepared correctly. Um, so I wanted to come out with one that not only features the Hoshu Wu as the king herb in the formula, but it's prepared of a minimum of 14 days. Usually we try and get 20, 21 days of cooking it. So you can think of it as like it's in a slow cooker with black beans. Huh. Um, and it's basically just cooking down and deactivating some of those liver toxic compounds. So we do use that as like the bulk of the formula, but we basically put a lot of like mature ginseng root, like in our root extract, we have the fermented hydrolyzed pearl powder, reishi stem, and it's got shuri hong, which is like a Romania type family. We got both the prepared warm stuff and then the cool stuff to kind of balance it out in the sense so it doesn't become sticky. If you get a good quality hoshu wu that's properly prepared, it definitely has some invigorating qualities to it and makes you feel relaxed, but yet fully vigorous and energized. Now, that's the kind of hoshu wu that you would like, right? Really nice products, as you can hear. If you'd like to order hoshu wu or the other products, click on Shen Blossom right there on the front page OneRadioNetwork.com. Yes, indeed. So we're going to see here what we got. Triple A. Because I should be able to hear myself. Got my little mobile phone here. Hello? Hello? There you go. Now it's working. Cool. Sorry. So maybe I think people were trying to call and it just wasn't working. I was getting all feisty. Sorry. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. It is now working. Isn't it amazing what reboot will do for you. <laughs> just reboot the world. Just reboot. Yeah. See, I, I, when I called there and it it wasn't doing that feedback thing. Well. Of course it wasn't going to work. It'll work now. Uh, mentally dysfunctional parapsychologist. I love that. Gosh. Where was I? Somewhere. Yeah, I just just kind of lost my place there. But, uh, oh, you know, to this to the 9-11 thing, uh, you know, the truth is, like, just, it's just so, man, so important. And, so we do a little, you know, and once again, our truth, Patrick's truth, is not necessarily the truth. All I can do is kind of share with you what, what my truth is, and but your truth is your truth, and stick with that, and then, but don't be shy about changing when you actually discover that what you did believe is not true. You know, that's that's a real, um, that's a real uh, quality of a genius right you're always trying to prove yourself wrong and and be able to just say you know what man i was i was off base with that one no forgive me doom you know that's that's the deal and that's where you can really uh, get uh, deep into relationships you know and when you can say that you know so don't be shy about just saying no yeah boy i was off on that boy ooh, ooh. i went down the garden path on that one Oh, yeah. Our phones are working now after I reboot it. If you'd like to call 888-663-6386. Okay. More emails. I got lots to talk about this morning.
Well, I wanted to read some of uh, uh, Tom Luongo. We've had Tom on the show, what, 10 times? He's a really cool guy. And he sent out this, uh, I'm a, one of his Patreon guys. I got a, oh well, a little sun on my face won't hurt. Um, I wanted to give you some of his predictions for 2023. Because we think he's, you know, he's a pretty cool guy. He's, I'll read them to you for what they're worth. But he is, um, he's in the trenches and really studies these things. And, uh, you know, he does quantum amount of research. Um, very, very high quality guy. Uh, so here he is. I'm on his Patreon thing. My predictions for 2023, I'll just give you the top line uh, thing for what these are worth. You can uh, put those in your grist for your mill. Inflation will return with a vengeance. Hmm. Gold and silver going up big time. The Fed the Fed's terminal rate is closer to 7% than the 5%. The markets are handicapping. So markets are kind of saying they're going to kind of live with 5% inflation. But he said the Fed's are really 7%. Uh, Martin Armstrong and others are saying we're 25%. Tom Luongo says uh, his third prediction is the euro will collapse to 80 cents or lower. He says the ECB is trapped. The war in Ukraine will continue dangerously. He says the West is suffering under many illusions about what's going on in Russia, and by extension, its war in Ukraine. The UK-US neocons believe like the EU, that history is already written about Russia's future balkanization and collapse. So that's what uh, Russell Bentley said and other people have said and Martin Armstrong and others that we believe are on it. This is what these people want over there. The the neocons in Washington, uh, the CIA, um, Davos crowd in the EU, and the whole European Union, they want to um, um, take over Russia and split it up and take their stuff and divide up the spoils because they really fear Russia because of their huge energy, um, minerals, rare earth minerals, gas, oil, and land mass. And um, they're just afraid of them. They've always been afraid of them. They just are. So this is what the uh, war has been about. Uh, We know this is a fact that the United States put um, the Prime Minister or the President of Ukraine in office in 2014. There's evidence of that. And then they put this Zelensky guy in. This Zelensky guy was a comedian. They put him in office. And... um, United States has sent them about 150 million, billion, whoops, 
150 billion, and um, pretty much they've stolen it all. Oh. I got this thing stuck in my. Pretty much they've stolen it all, and uh, Ukraine is not is not going to defeat defeat Russia. They're just not going to do it. I mean, Putin has his entire country at stake. If he would, if he would retreat and go in, man, they would just, who knows what they would do. So he's not going to do it. His whole entire country uh, would, would fold up and it's not going to happen. So that is what it is. Uh, Luongo says the U.S. will leave Syria 2023. Not really up on the Syria thing, but it's a pretty big deal with Turkey and Syria and Putin. What's going on there? Uh, De-dollarization is going to accelerate, so the USDX will rise. So, along with the collapse of the euro, the U.S. dollar will lose more ground in the global payment system for international commodities and trade, which is going on now, right? These two dynamics will create a very weird moment. The U.S. dollar index will rise, but the U.S. dollar will be under sincere pressure versus gold and commodities and other rising emerging developed markets. Wow. Yeah, Saudi Arabia will depeg from the real, depeg the real to the dollar. That's a huge deal. We talked to Fred about that. Uh, Iraq is also uh, depegging the dinar with the dollar. Oil will open 2023 nearly near the yearly low. Let's see if this is going to work. Good morning. Top of the morning, Patrick. How we doing? Shawnee, Shawnee, Shawnee. Happy. Are, are you staying warm in Texas, or we got cold spell? What do we got? Where, oh, where baby, I've been Texas right now. I've been doing forty degree morning showers and. Brrr. Oh Lord, see, you and Sharon can do those. I just, I really just don't care for those. You I, don't do that I, thing, huh? Does oh, she like them? I just like my sauna at one hundred and fifty seven degrees for thirty minutes uh, after the rebounder, and I'm good. Oh, but then, yeah, uh, you, you're doing good, but then jump in the cold after the sauna. That's the point. No? I know, I yeah. know. That cold therapy, <laughs> I did it sometimes. But, yeah. Uh, one of my sons, Dylan, uh, he's got a couple of his friends that are doing, they get, they're doing the cold plunge. They got a, they got a tub on their uh, oh, porch. And they're, really? <laughs> they're young. Yeah, it's really energizing. Really energizing. As much as you're into your health, which you are, if you could do it even for like 10 seconds and then just extend oh, it, yeah. man, you walk out of that yeah. shower feeling like Godzilla, man. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, whoa, it's like, give me, take on the world, you know? <laughs> yeah. How, yeah. Was your, how yeah. was your holy day, holiday? What'd you guys do? Oh, well, we had a uh, family in from Florida, son and daughter-in-law and two grandkids and daughter up from uh, California and so oh. we had a full house for a couple of weeks. Oh, terrific. Yeah. terrific. Terrific. Yeah, it, it was it was good. So, but uh, yeah, I was calling to ask you 
Have you found anybody else in the world? Because I've been doing some searching on uh, CBDC, Central Bank Digital Coupon. I haven't found anybody else out there talking like that. Oh, other than we uh, only got- what was his fellow uh, uh, Falconer, right? Falconer. Right. He's the only one that I've heard that has said that. I mean, I, I 100% believe it. It's just like, yeah. but I haven't heard anybody else, any other tips and tricks and trades. I've been talking to my bond guys and seeing if they know What do they say? Well, I, I think, uh, let's see, let's just walk it back a minute. We've known from the beginning that they want to use this to control, correct? To tie it in with 5G. Right. And if Sean's cholesterol level is too high, well, then he can't buy that pizza with the CBCD because they'll know it. That kind of an idea. You know? Right. I know that's a little weird, but I think that's what they want. So I think that he was the first one, Sean, to just kind of, I don't know where he got it. I should have asked him the idea that it's really not a currency. It's only a coupon because if it's a currency, anybody could use it for anything. So they've, right. they've got to have some control mechanism so they know that sean is using it to buy this and they know everything about sean right no i mean i i 100 percent i mean why would they change from one thing to another thing if they're not going to have you know uh control over it and that's where i was like okay well i just yeah i've been searching and haven't found i haven't found anybody else to use the term coupon like he did yeah maybe he just made up the term because it made it clear of what this thing really is, you know. Right, right, you know. right. Yeah. So, well, I've been searching here, and so. But I so think. So, how's the carnivore? Uh, I was watching part of the video here that you posted there, and I. Uh, Pretty interesting, was, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I just I just saw that, which you know, I. I I agree with what he's talking about because you know I've helped many people you know. Uh, take care of themselves through you know many different uh, modalities and not just one and so yeah but uh, well, yeah. I think his point about the raw meat is really uh, um, very true um, right we, we put up a an interview with uh, Anjanis Vanda Planets a few days ago and we have two more we're going to put up and that's what he talked about ten years ago of course and so that's what I pretty much do is just sear it on the outside you know and. It's just pretty raw. Yeah. And I think there's lots of evidence that show that the raw, the all raw eggs, raw meat. Um, I, don't, I would never do raw chicken. That's a little weird for me. But um, raw fish, I do a lot, you know. Um, right. I, I think the body likes it raw better than cooked. That was the main reason I put that thing up there. Um, and, yeah. and, and I think, I think um, a lot of the carnivore people, they don't, they don't, um, make this a big deal, but pretty much all of them are into the idea that it's the fat is more important than the meat itself, right? Uh, the, the fat. Yeah. yeah, the fat. That's where right. the action is, you know. That's where the whole ketosis thing came from, you know, and um, the body uh, get, lives on the ketones, which are made from the fat through the liver and all of that. So I think the fat is right. where the action is, you know. Avocados and uh, butter and cream and milk, you know, Whatever you can do, man. <laughs> our, our brain's a big fat head. Big fat so head. Got to keep feeding it. So. Big fat head. Oh, but uh, yeah. I want to ask you something too. But before I do, um, the CBCB, I don't know, Central Bank Digital Coupon. Okay. 
say uh-huh. you, you, understand, you, you said something like, I don't understand why they would do it. Well, you know, they've got... Oh, I know why they're going to do it. I mean, you know, no, I 100% understand why they're doing it, yeah. Because the whole thing's falling apart. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I you know, they do have control over it. Uh, I just, you know, who knows, you know. Only God knows what's going to happen in the end and sure. everything, and we can all just speculate and predict. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, well, but, here's what, uh, just what I'm thinking is, I think that it's, to me it's pretty clear that when they trick people into moving over to that, you know, then you think we have a hard time knowing how many out there now. Think of how it will be then, right? Oh, my God. But I think it's more for control where they're going to say these pension funds get really slammed because of inflation because they can't make their percentage to meet their needs, right? All these pension funds and people right. people start losing money, Sean, and they start losing their pension funds. There's a big one in in Canada that's going to go under just because they run into old Sam <laughs> FTX thing, right? Yeah. So I think they're then going to go in with the people and say, oh, well, you know, you don't get your pension anymore or we have to cut your, cut your Social Security, but we're going to give you, you know, 500, uh, you know, coupons a month and take care of you because we're the government and we love you, right? Right. The one, the one thing that I have a challenge with is because I track the money and everything, you know, 80% of every $100 bill in the world Right now, U.S. $100 bills is outside the country because Absolutely. that's where it's at. And so if, if they did, which this is, this is where I kind of believe that we won't go to this because 80% of every $100 bill, if they, did it, if they said, okay, you got five years to recall it, if they oh, did whatever. that today, yeah. you know, okay, well, if they did do that, then um, America would be the biggest boom in world history for the next five years. And so then we wouldn't have a collapse in the market. Well, walk me through that. Why do you, why do you say that would happen? Go, walk me through what you're thinking on that is. Well, so, so if you, if you take 80% of every hundred dollar bill and we're talking cash, we're talking cash. Right, so if right. they say, Hey, we're going to CBDC, some digital coin or coupon, whatever it may be. And those dollars are going to be toilet paper in five years if you don't turn them in and trade them in. Right. Well, where where, where does 80% of all the $100 bills come? Well, they come back to America. So. That, well, yeah. If, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if, I'm with you. If, if this, yeah. If this is true and this is what's going to happen, well, we're not going to have the greatest depression of all time right now. We're going to have oh, the biggest Oh, I see what you're saying. History. Okay. But I think you could yeah. be missing a key point here. Let's say you and I wanted to trade in our 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 $100 bill for a coupon, right? We'd have to do that through probably through a some kind of exchange or a bank. And then that exchange and the bank will probably have a deal with the Fed to get those hundreds and they'll just burn them. Well, no, I mean, no, I, we, we deal with the feds all the time. Well, they'll, they burn, they'll just burn them and they don't, they won't let, they don't have to come back into the, to the system. Oh no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying, but all the hundred dollar bills that are outside the country, they're going to, they're going to come back to the U S not just to not to be, they're not going to be, nobody's going to turn them into the bank. They're going to buy stuff, you know? Oh, you mean they're going to buy stuff to, 
because they want to get rid in of America. them. Yeah, they're they're not going to turn them in. They're well, they don't have to buy stuff, stuff in America. They could buy stuff in England and use a hundred or France. Uh, the the greatest country on planet Earth and everything, where things become more valuable is America. So why would they buy stuff in France? Where because they uh, live in France, why would they have to fly to the United States to buy a computer? I don't understand. Oh, well, your... you don't. I buy stuff around the world. And I don't right. Have to, I live in America. So, so. I don't, your argument's got some holes in there, brother. No, it doesn't. Yes, it, it does. <laughs> <laughs> why would the hundreds, yeah. hold on, why would all the hundreds have to come into the United States to spend all the hundreds out there? And I agree, you know, let's just say there's five trillion. Let's well, say, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that they don't have to. It's just where, where, where are things going to appreciate the most? Not in Iraq, not in Iran, not in Appreciate. Germany, not in... Okay, so where are you going with that idea? I'm losing you. Well, the, the greatest appreciation has always been in America. Not in Mexico, not in... Right, uh, and that... And, not in Japan. And, and your point to that you know, is what? Involving the hundreds? Well, th that, that's why you would buy stuff in America. You know, real estate, well, real estate's made the most... Oh, I see what you're cities. saying. Yeah, but I mean, right. I, I I don't think, well, I don't know. Do you think there's actually people that have a billion dollars and hundreds over there? Oh, they got billions and trillions, yeah, around the world. And they were hanging. So, you know, I mean, you're, it's just to control something. And, you know, it's not that they're going to come and live in, you know, this, this, this yeah. tower that mm. they bought in New York City. Yeah, but do you yeah. really think but, that a George Soros guy who's got a billion dollars right, in the bank, do you think he's really didn't put his money in the bank and has a, a billion dollars worth of hundreds under his mattress? No, George Soros doesn't. No, okay. it's, it's everybody, that, everybody that we paid off and everything throughout the world and everybody that's stashing $100 bills. And, right, so. but if they were going to buy some uh, property in California, they would probably yeah. uh, deposit the hundreds in a bank and get a wire and buy it. They wouldn't come across with an airplane with a billion dollars worth of hundreds in a satchel, they can't, you can't even do that legally. They won't let you travel with that. Oh, no, no, they wouldn't have to do that. So why would the hundreds come back here? Why would they come back here? Well, when the bank receives it, then it gets burned. I mean, that's what happens. Well, then they don't come back here. Well, they do because they get burned. Right. Now, yeah, I mean, when I deal in the cannabis industry and... No, 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 stay on point here. Don't give me all these stories. The, you, 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 you throw the hundreds to the banks, the banks burn them. So how is that going to make uh, uh, all the hundreds come back here to haunt us? Well, I, mean, I didn't say it haunted us. I said it benefits America. I'm not saying anything. Oh, okay, but it could be inflationary benefits too, though, America. right? could be inflationary. Oh, well. Yeah, Boy, inflation yeah. is yeah. That, that, yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a mystery that uh, you know has always been happening since every time. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's they're going to have to be spent, and you know, because people aren't going to let their hundred dollar bills turn into toilet paper, and so they would have to be you know taken off the pallets and out of people's mattresses, and they're going to have to be spent. So what I'm, my, I guess, my whole point is. You know, the greatest depression of all time that should have happened three, four years ago because of the bubble won't happen for whatever amount of time until if they if they said, hey, your dollar, your hundred dollar bill is going to be toilet paper in 
two years, three years, four years. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I. It's interesting. I wonder how long they they will give when they do that. And maybe they won't give it all. Maybe they'll just have them both running parallel. They could have a parallel uh, currency and everything, and everybody has, you know, yeah. you, you could say the central bank digital coupon is the EBT card. Okay. Well, there's right. a lot of people that, a lot of people that like the EBT card. You oh, know? they love like, them. Uh, yeah. yeah, like the Hawaiian Islands. What do you got? 29% of the people in the Hawaiian Islands are on EBT cards. I mean, the highest, highest uh, welfare state in America is the Hawaiian Islands. Most people don't know that, you know. Oh no! I, yeah, well, they're yeah, they're they're socialist crazy people, aren't they? Oh yeah, oh yeah, they're they're crazy crazy there. And so yeah, they just they're on the government tit all day long. So yeah, but uh, yeah, we could have a parallel, and you know, some people are gonna you know just belly up to the bar and uh, you know take their coupons. And, you know. Oh, I think a lot of people will. Well, it'll be interesting yeah. to, to play out and see how it works. Um, if I had a whole bunch of money, I would I would be in paper dollars, <laughs> hundred dollar bills, and and gold and silver. I would stuff. I all mine's in my safe. <laughs> That's great. I okay, so, uh, twenty two months ago now. So, I'm glad you I called. Uh, yeah, I know you told us that. I'm glad you called because I've got a question for you. Can I? Because you're a, you're a geek money guy, right? All right. What I'd like to do is um, uh, my my next screenplay is going to be it's going to call be called Virus, right? And it's going to be a mother load. And we have lots of uh, very prominent people around the world that are going to be participating in it. That they're going to get a piece of the action, you know. And I'm going to write this screenplay, and we're going to we're going to have a a 45 year old kind of female mm, uh, naturopathic doctor sue the AMA and prove during the during the drama in courtroom drama taken at the Supreme Court that there is no virus. I think it's a great premise for a movie, and uh, it'd be like whoa, you know, really cool. Well, with, with Satan Hollywood, how does that work? Uh, uh you know, getting something into theaters where somebody sees it. Oh, I, I don't worry about that. I just, just write the oh. screenplay and we'll sell it. You know, you'll sell it. Somebody will do it. You know, uh, an Oliver Stone or other people that do uh, their own their own work, you know. They're the out, oh. a Hollywood outsider. Because it'll be such a compelling thing that, whoa, you know. Um, uh, and can you imagine the pushbacks on, pushback on the movie like that? You'd, you could you could make a billion dollars on the movie, you know. Anyway, so here's my question. I want to I want to raise some money and just work on this and take off the show for three or four months. All right? Uh-huh. And I want to raise some money through some kind of a platform, I don't know, Kickstarter or GoFundMe or something, and do that. And I'm wondering just in general, we don't have to get too particular here, that how I could do that and to figure it out how to let people get their investment back when we sell it. 
Well, I mean, it's very simple on the, it, well, there's, you know, like there's many ways to skin a cat and everything. The first way okay, is to obviously do it yourself and, you know, and self-fund it yourself. Well, you I don't, I don't have, have the that, money of that, yeah. Yeah, if you don't have that, then you go to, okay, well, now I have uh, a car. I have something I can put up for collateral because if you've never done anything, to prove to somebody here, here's my resume that here I've written five screenplays, and if you got credibility, then you then you can you know use a little bit of your own collateral and say, hey, I got my house, I got my car, I have my business that's worth this, and you know if you're wanting somebody else to risk their ass, their assets, their assets, <laughs> assets, um, assets, then you better risk your ass, you know if. And that's where I, you know, come to many people and everything. It's like, why do you want me to risk my ass if you're not willing to risk your ass? Well, well what if it fails? It's like, well, then you lose your house. Why, why do you want me to lose my house, but you don't lose your I, house? I got you. No, that's good. So I could, it, 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 I could, it, if I have a lot of equity, which I do in my home, right. I could figure out a way how to leverage that. Oh, I, I, I can give you a million dollars today if you had a $2 million house. You know, I'd give you $100,000 a day if you had a $200,000 house. You know, I mean, Why would you give investor, that to me? Why would you give that to me? Because you're gonna, I'm going to take a deed against your house. Oh. Yeah, I mean, you're, you, you, you have your car, and it's free and clear. And it, it, it's well, it's a 2006 $10, Prius. It's worth about $4,000. So the house is my yeah, only so asset. Yeah. You, could go, you could go into any bank and say, hey, I need $1,000 here. Here's the title of my Prius. And they're going to like, go well, here. Thank you very much. Right. You know, here's your thousand bucks. Same thing with your house. Uh, any investor, like like myself, and any other investor, you know, uh, you know, thirty to fifty cents on the dollar, depending on the risk. Uh, banks go up to you know seventy. What do you mean? Explain what you say. Thirty to fifty cents on the dollar. How does that work? Well, if you if your if your house is worth a hundred thousand dollars, I'll give you thirty thousand, fifty thousand dollars towards your screenplay today. And I'll take a lien against your house, just like the bank would take a lien against your house. For for more than thirty thousand. What's that? You would take the lien for more than thirty. No, I would. If I'm going to give you thirty thousand dollars, I'm going to only get a thirty thousand dollar lien on your well, house. Well, how are you going to make money? Why would you do that? What do you mean, make money? The money is going to come when we sell the screenplay oh, for $3 I million. See. I see. Not, you're not, you're not going to pay me back $30,000. You're going to pay me back a uh, oh, million dollars. Oh, I got you. All right. Okay. So, Depending on, yeah. Yeah, I got, I got you. So, so, that, so that's two different things we're talking about. One would be you work out a way how, you know, say if I, that, that's about the kind of number I want to raise, about 25000 so I could take off for three or four months, you know, and, and just yeah. do this. And then that would be, um, that would be put into a percentage of whatever we make uh, when we sell the script, right? Percentage. It, yeah, it, it just depends on the person you're dealing with. Right. I mean, obviously, you deal with the bank. They're not dealing with percentages of future profits. Banks can only do, you know, straight straight profit of interest. They're, they're going to charge you. Right. Yeah, this is different. Of, yeah. An investor is going to say, okay, hey. You're going to give me 12% interest, plus you're going to give me 30% of the profits, or 50% of the profits, or 80% of the profits. And, you know, uh, it, it's all the individual. If you go to friends and family, they're going to most likely just take 
you know, 10% uh, interest because they can only get 1% in the bank. Right. They're like, wow, Patrick, you're going to offer me 10% interest. It's like, yeah. Um, and hey, I'll give you 5% of the profits. You know, friends and family are the Different. best to go to. Yeah, the best to go to. Because you have credibility with them, but, you know, gotcha. that's the risk of learning friends and family of, hey, they invested in Patrick and, you know, they invested $100,000 with you and, uh, you know, nobody bought your screenplay. Well, now, you know, how fast can Patrick uh, sell his house to repay them? Or how fast can uh, Patrick, uh, you know, sell enough sulfur and, uh, you know, repay them? <laughs> you know? That's right. So, sell a lot of sulfur. But, I got you. No, I right. got you. That's a good idea. But, the, the, you know, I would just go and do a home equity and take 25000 out of my home. Um, the thing of it is our cash, but our cash flow is so tight, tight. I don't know how I would pay that. You don't know how you're going to repay it. Yeah. I don't know if I could repay. I don't, I, I can't afford to pay anything more out each month. It's just that tight, you know? Oh, well then, you know, you won't get the loan. So, Oh yeah. But you, you could get the loan from friends and family and from Sean, but you got to suffer the consequences if you can't pay it back. Oh yeah, I would just have to sell. Right, no. and, and that's, that's that's the deal. Not a big deal. I mean, no, that's not. Yeah. You can always I mean, buy something else. You know, because you're taking a risk because you know you want to further yourself, and I mean, I've done. I put everything I got on the line many a times over you? the last thirty-five years. Yeah, you got to right. I put everything on the line. Yeah, yeah. But well, I believe know, in this where, project so much, I'd be willing to do that because I know this is a mother load. Boy, this virus thing. Right. So it's, it's very easy when you have, I mean, you, you got your house. You know? I mean, that's, that's people's, and I don't want to say it's an asset because your house is not an asset. Uh, that's what all the idiots, college professors and accountants and CPAs say, oh, your house is an asset. It's like, no. Assets are something to bring you in monthly income, month after month, year after year. That's what an asset is. Just because you have a $500,000 house and you own it free and clear, that's not an asset. Well, it's just a word game you're talking with now. It's still an asset. I don't know. Well, it, it, it's not. Assets are something that bring in monthly income. Okay, I, I understand. You know, you're, 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 that's, that's the simplest form of an asset. You know, if you Airbnb your house, now it's an asset. If you Uber your car, it's an asset. Right. But unless you're bringing in monthly income and yearly income, it's not an asset. It's just a thing. A thing. A thing. <laughs> I think it's uh, a thing. You know, David Martin David Martin would be one good one to talk to about raising big capital since he runs his own hedge fund. Um, you know, my hedge fund closed down, but that was, you know, Forex Forex uh hedge fund. But uh um he's well I I don't know, maybe he's not the one because he's more on the uh inside the box side, yeah, on the outside yeah. the box side. Um, well, I'll yeah, keep in I touch with you. Maybe you can, maybe you can give me some guidance on this. I want to do it. Um, I just want to get this done, and I just can't do it uh, doing the show every day. It's just I just got to be able to focus. And three, right. three months, I could get it done. And we got some top people that are going to be involved in it. Some really cool people. So it's great, man. So if you have people that are already in the industry, are they broke people that are in the industry, or are they? You know, people that can rub more than two nickels together that actually no, are No, the in people it. I'm talking about are all the, the experts for the virologists and doctors 
and show me the virus people, not industry people. Okay, well, people, doctors, I mean, doctors, dentists, lawyers, they're some of the best investors uh, out there because they make their money in this. I mean, I got dentists that, you know, we put together hedge funds that are, you know, 10, 20, 50 million dollars just with dentists. Oh, I know dentists I, make a whole bunch of money. Well, I don't know. And I'm going to conjecture yeah. that over the air here. That's not uh, not the time to do it. So, oh, of course, we'll you know we'll go to every all kinds of people. But but I could also do I could also do a down and dirty, gritty kind of thing with a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe thing too, and raise twenty five grand that way, couldn't I? Uh, you could. I I you know that there. I mean, you do have an audience and everything. Hey, everybody put in uh, ten bucks. Well, ten dollars. It would I, I, take I a lot of people. Down. I know. Yeah, it'd be more than ten dollars, but yeah, ten dollars or twenty-five thousand well, divided by ten. What What's your following uh, numbers at? Is it more than five thousand? I have no idea. We don't know. You know, you don't know what. Well, your website guy will be able to tell you in about two seconds if he's a good website guy. Oh, we get we get uh, sixty. I mean, something thousand hits a, a month. You know, but you never know. You never know. Well, that's, sixty thousand times one dollar, right there. And if you have a 10% uh, uh, follow rate of $1, well, uh, you, you got your money right there just in a couple months. Yeah. but I mean, I'm just a numbers guy. I mean, let's just say 60,000 people hit your website and 10% uh, donate a dollar. Wow. There, in two, three months, you got your money right there if you put it out there today. And uh, you could even do a Kickstarter that. You know, benefits, hey, double your dollar. Dub, double your uh, donation. You know, it, it didn't cost you a dime. Didn't, didn't, you didn't put up anything. And this is what I'm sitting down with an inventor. Inventors are some of the toughest guys in the world uh, to negotiate with and to get off their high horse of, okay, you're an inventor. That's what you do. Uh, you know, for this first invention, you're going to give away the farm. You know, you're going to make 10% and I'm going to make 90%. And if you're an inventor, then go invent something else. And the next one, now when you have your money, now, uh, you know, self-fund it all yourself. And same thing with writing. Great. You become successful with your first one. And maybe you made, you know, you made $100,000 instead of a million. Well, your next one, you're going to make, you know, a million. And you're not going to have to, you know, give away anything. And that's one of the things where, hey, you're doing a Kickstarter. You know, I don't know if they offer that in Kickstarter. I don't I know if they've ever even yeah, done one of them. Well, but, I'll look at it. But, uh, yeah, thanks for your ideas on it. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Thanks for calling. Give me a single time. We can chat off the air. But Okay, uh, okay. Yeah. We'll do it. But, yeah, see if we can find anybody else that uh, has, you know, unless the, he's the only one that's coined the Central Bank Digital uh, Coupons. I got a feeling it's just a term he came up with. I haven't seen the term. I think he does want to distinguish the difference between it's not really a currency. It is a, it is a possibility that you can buy it if you're good. <laughs> right. No, I you know China's doing it. They've been doing it for 10 sure. years. And yeah. Okay. Uh, All right, Johnny. Thanks cool. for calling. Say hi to, to the missus. Sharon is, uh, she's a little under the weather. She had a little stress with the family and turmoil there here. So she's taking it in the heart here right now. And uh, a little under the weather this week. <laughs> but 
Everything else is good. Okay, babe. So. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, take care. Bye-bye. So, Bye-bye. So, the phone works. <laughs> Great to have a phone that works. Ah. So that's just something I've been thinking about. If you got any ideas on that, the whole screenplay thing. Yeah, if I had three or four months, just solid, to work on this thing, we could get it. We could get a really, really good one written. And I, I, I know we get it made. Previously, Dr. Hal Huggins on detoxing mercury. You do not have to get all the mercury out of the body. That's not what the problem is. It's the direction it's going. If you have more going out than you have coming in, then you're going to have a good chemistry. You're going to feel good. But if you have more going in to the body than going out, chemistries look bad and you feel bad. If you had to name just a few things on the top of your list to help get mercury out, whether they be supplements or foods, give us your top five off the top of your head. The best thing would be the infrared sauna. The thing is, detoxification is easy. Anybody can release a lot of mercury. But if you're using a sauna or especially the infrared sauna, then you are eliminating the mercury through the skin and you are bypassing liver and kidney. So that's a very good way to go. If you... It is a good way to go. We love going that way. Check out these saunas. I think you'll enjoy them. Um, I'm in my. I was in mine twice, twice, twice yesterday. Yesterday, twice this morning. One time around ten o'clock, and then I did my little body work thing for four hours, or a long time. And then I felt like I just wanted to go in there again and and do it again and rock and roll. These are great saunas. If you email me, I can give you uh, uh, the best price ever, which is, which is, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Twelve ninety five delivered, tax title license and discounted. Um, I think they're going for about 14 or 15 or something like that. Um, Twelve ninety-five, Boom. Done. Boom. 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 And you get it in a few days. The Relax Far Infrared Sauna. You're going you're gonna to really, really like it. Yeah, like it. You're going to like it. You going to like it? Sean mentioned sauna, uh, sulfur rather. Uh, we have a great one. It's uh, I think we've been selling for about about ten years now. Previously, with chemist, biologist, and nutritionist George Altgelt, we asked him this. And so what do you think about Dr. Seneff's contention that as these glyphosates are in the soil, they bust the sulfur cycle and that's really detrimental to the body? It's extremely detrimental. 
uh, sulfur is such an important detoxifying agent for the entire body and especially for the liver. You've got to have trace minerals so that the liver can build these compounds that are essential for getting itself cleaned. And that lady who was talking about sulfur, mm-hmm. man, play that ad every chance you get because our foods are so deficient in sulfur. And it is a big deal for the liver to have enough sulfur to make all those compounds that it uses to detoxify itself. Not just sulfur. They're all important, but sulfur is the one that we're so deficient in, and we need sulfur. Thanks, George. I had some this morning. You you might want to give it a try. You can click an order right on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. Three locations, three prices delivered. And if you'd like more than four pounds for a discount, email me, Patrick, at OneRadioNetwork.com. We're talking with Brandon Amalani, and he is uh, the man who brings us the Blue Shield technology to keep us all those little EMFs from uh, doing harm to our body. Mr. Brandon, the Blue Shield is a really beautiful little cube, right? That's the main product. And how does this work? Well, the, the cube essentially sends out signals into the environment that entrain the body. So the body is affected by all these electromagnetic fields in this in the environment. Uh-huh. And when Blue Shield's introduced into the environment, the body starts sympathetically resonating with it. And what we found over 30 years of development is that the body prefers the algorithm, the frequency range, the randomization of frequencies that are exposed into the environment, and the body stops attacking EMF or perceiving the EMF as a threat. And what this does is it normalizes white blood cell count, and it also starts to um, reduce inflammation markers from the body trying to attack the EMF. So essentially what's happening is the body is basically renormalizing and reallocating immune power to the body, and it makes the body stronger and more well-regulated. Good job, Brandon. That's an excellent explanation of how this technology works. It's called the Cube, the Blue Shield. See the ad on the front page. Use promo code One Radio for ten percent discount. Get yourself one. Take care of the whole house. That's Blue Shield right on the front page of OneRadioNetwork.com. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas. This is one. RadioNetwork.com. I feel great, but I'm just uh, kind of really, uh, after that body work thing I did in the middle of the night for two or three hours, so I'm probably going to wrap it up here. Um, but I'll do a few more emails. A couple more ideas. If you got anything you want to call, 888-663-6386. Email Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com. Um, yeah, we're going to be putting up, uh, we'll put up a few more of the audios with Hodginus uh, uh, von der Planets. He's a really cool guy, and we did these shows maybe five, six, seven, eight years ago, and he was a big proponent. He called his, uh, his thing a primal diet, and it was more uh, to do things raw. And I think there's a great, uh, great amount of evidence and uh, certainly my own experience is that the raw, the, the more raw you can eat uh, meat, uh, the, the easier it is to digest and uh, the better it is for you, the more nutrients. Um, I mean, think about it. I mean, we just probably ate just raw meat uh, for billions, millions of years and until we invented the fire thing. Or somebody came up with fire. 
wonder where it came from. Lightning, right? Um, I'm just trying to find any show where Dr. Jennifer Daniels talks about eating um, oh, eating brain to help with dementia, but I can't find it. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I have no idea how to tell you exactly what show that is. Now, we put a lot of information in the show notes, so you could put in dementia, uh, the brain, uh, Jennifer Daniels, and see if that full, pulls up the show. But that's about the only way that would happen. I don't know how it would be. Um, but can you get her to talk about it again next time? Yeah, we can do that. I'll just put it in her file and talk about it. But um, the brain, yeah, the brain is a deal. Sean and I were talking about it. Uh, that's why uh, the fat is so important. So this to Elaine. She's in London. Oh, London. Hello, London. Um, if it's for you or someone else, I would just get as much good fat in there as you can. And we have butter, right? Raw milk, cheese, use that. Um, beef tallow, and you know, the pig's feet and stuff like that she talks about. A lot of fat there. Uh, you know, eggs. Um, and then, of course, cow brains, stuff like that. What else? What am I missing? Avocados, ghee. Mr. Brain really likes it. Really likes it. Raw fat heads. Uh, get vaccinated. Get the jab. Get get boosted. Take red and desivere. Keep six 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 distance away from people. Do this, do that. Lock yourselves up, your family. Don't go to church. Stay away from the fellowship. Sickening like we all grew something else inside our head and it's about it's about to hatch. <laughs> By the way, you never heard COVID in reverse is these lights, I can't see it. Small. Oh, Divac. Huh. Divac. And in Hebrew, uh, tradition means under satanic possession or control. Really? The 19 is numerology, comes to 1 equals. I can't read it. The numerology of 9. Yeah, the print is so small in this email. Barely see it with the lights, if I turn off the lights. But COVID spelled backwards to Satan. Well, that's good to know. You know, that's why I think that uh, we make this movie virus and really do it well. Uh, it's going to be, vision it to be a courtroom drama where this... Um, we can get some A-list A-list actress, you know, forty-five or so. The roles are these for these ladies are few and far between to be the protagonist, and um, she takes the AMA to court. Maybe we can make it whatever we want, and uh, and then have the the film be 
various courtroom scenes along with her dramatic personal story and she'll have her own problems uh, and over that she has to overcome uh, but then have um, the courtroom scenes being the pro and the cons of the people wanting to prove that there's a virus and the people that uh, uh, on our side so on our side so to speak wanting to prove that there is no virus and um, we can win it because there is no proof. So in a court of law, um, you could you could win this thing. Now judges um, are a whole another story, and that would be a component to the story as well, where they're going to be leaning towards the the enemy, so to speak, because most of the judges are corrupt in some level, and even the Supreme Court and um, my original idea, not original, but it was what's come to me, and we'll see. That's a long way away, but maybe have the Supreme Court get compromised at the very end, and then they, they rule against her, us. But I think the cool thing would be um, the real audience, or the real jury, rather, would be the, the viewer of the film. And if they watch it, they're going to know that there's no virus, just because of the evidence that'll be presented. Uh, so I think it'd be very powerful. Um, tough to get made? Yep, it'll be tough to get made because, you know, Hollywood is all in. Most Hollywood is all in on the on the virus thing. You know, but I did see a, a very interesting um, article about Tim Robbins. You know Tim Robbins? Cool guy. And he's beginning to think that he and his Hollywood buddies have all been had with this COVID scam, really. And uh, so, you know, I don't think it's going to be long that even uh, the denizens of the deep in Hollywood are going to have to get real and unwoke. Otherwise, they're not going to survive. So a screenplay like this would be very... um, attracted to them six months from now or a year from now, whatever, however long it takes to put it all together. Uh, and there's going to be people out there that are just like Tim Robbins and a uh, few other things. I think, um, who's that lady, cool gal, um, Nicole Kidman, she's been very vocal that she thought the whole thing was a scam, the COVID thing, and a few other people, but most of them are all kind of into it. But um, Netflix lost... I don't know how many billions of dollars this last year. And they, they think of it as all because of the whole woke culture. All these different woke shows they've been putting on Netflix. You know, this gay stuff and trans stuff and they were going to do a, um, a whole thing with Obama and and um, what's her name, his wife. And that thing never made it, failed. They've canceled a lot of woke shows. Because uh, it's not it's not flying. People don't want it, you know. How much did Netflix lose in twenty twenty two? Netflix uh, reported Tuesday. Um, 
Oh, they, they lost 970,000 subscribers in just the second quarter of 2022. Wow. So they're losing 100,000 subscribers, or a million rather, subscribers per quarter? That's crazy. Netflix just lost 50 billion in market capital in 2022. 50 billion. Yeah, and they got all woke, man. They did. They went all woke doing all this gay Superman, I don't know, stuff. Weird. People don't want all this stuff. They just want good stories. And Hollywood's going to figure it out pretty quick. Pretty quickly. So we're going to be in a good position to be uh, writing screenplays. Hi, Patrick. I, uh, I'm so glad you addressed the somewhat dogmatic carnivore sphere. I've been thinking and feeling this for the past few weeks, too, hmm. and felt totally saturated with all the videos and carnivore coaches and was feeling that similar with the vegan community being cult-like. Well, the carnies seem to be the same. Yeah, they're having their moments about being dogmatic, no doubt about it. I fell for the trap of going further and further away from listening to body and spirit and trusting the science way too much. It's available, but there's limit and until it controls you. Best thing... Best thing out of going 100% carnivore is that I cut my sugar addiction and carb addiction and cut coffee, but felt recently I was giving my inner body wisdom power away to others, such as the lower and seductive hypnotic power of the internet. Your recent show confirmed to me that, thank you, I'll return to listening to my body, which has kept me in tip-top shape my whole life, Still animal-based, but when my body asks for something different, I'll listen. Yeah, just do that. You know, I did that with the rice. I just needed some carbs. And uh, been eating a little bit of rice and gained a few pounds, and my face was getting a little bit sunken in. Um, yeah, if you just do fat and meat, you're not you're going to lose weight. And I'm doing a lot of uh, lifting now with the X3 um, thing, so... Um, uh, I just felt like I need a little, few little carbs. So I'm doing some jasmine rice and it feels good right now. I don't know how long I'll do it. You just listen to your body. See what, see what works. See what works. See what works. So before we go, a little plug here for X3. I didn't even talk about it today. This is a great, great thing. Check it out. This is a, a steel bar with these uh, um, 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 latex bands. And there's about four different bands, and you you do slow and controlled um, um, contractions with uh, biceps and triceps and chest and um, all the shoulders, everything, and it really builds muscle very quickly. Uh, I've really gained a lot of muscle, and I don't know, it's been what. I don't even know how long it's been. Three months? 
Well, November, uh, December, January. Yeah, it's only been two, three. I think I started in um, late October, November, December. Yeah. So not even three months, and I got muscles, right? Every body got to have muscles. It's really a cool system. It's called X3. You go on one radio network, click on that puppy, and then you can finance it too, if you uh, if you care to. They have a nice little financial thing. Okay, so I'm going to end now and uh, give you a little plug for what's going to go on next week. Yeah, it looks like we're going to do quite a few dietary things next week, so that'll be good. Adam Bergstrom's coming back. He uh, uh, he got he got uh, rained out on the bench on Monday because of his electricity, so he's going to be here Monday. Uh, John Lespina, and he's a um, oxalate kind of low-carb guy. Then we have Stephanie, um, keto person. She's a ketogenic person, so we're going to talk more about all of this. And I'm going to be asking even better, better questions since my experience with carnivore. And then Dr. Philip Oviedo, he is a uh, more animal-based guy, but also a cardiologist. So we're going to ask him what he sees when he does heart surgery. And is it rice or, or ribeyes in there? <laughs> what do you see in there, rice or ribeyes? Oh, God. So let me know I can help with anything. I appreciate you. I love you all very much. Thank you. Been fun being here. Um, and my email, patrick at oneradionetwork.com. If I can help you with anything, just don't hesitate to call or email me. Or not call, but email. Just don't hesitate. And I'll uh, I'll answer you, Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Have fun. See you Monday with Adam Bergstrom. May the blessings be. I love you guys. Thank you. See you soon. From the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.